I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Episode 42 today. That's pretty good. We're going to cover a lot of topics today that beg certain questions. The first conversation we had on today's show was with Fraser Bullock, who is heading up a committee to bring the Winter Olympic Games back here to Utah. Where do you stand on that? Would you like to see the Olympics back there? I think we all assume, or I assume at least, that it's a, a positive. I see it as a wonderful thing. If we could pull this off and have the Olympic Games back here, it'd be wonderful for uh, those of us who live here as well as uh, the, the future of this great state. It could be a wonderful thing, in my humble opinion. Now, you may disagree. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I'd love to hear what you think on that issue of the Olympics, as well as any reactions you may have to the New Hampshire primaries. Uh, later on, we're going to talk about straight ticket voting. But right now, I want to talk to you about national intelligence. You heard in the newscast and throughout the morning that there have been some whispers about one of Utah's congressmen. The New York Times published an article recently with the headline reading Trump advisor pushes Utah congressman for top intelligence post. Subheadline, the acting director of national intelligence is required by law to step down by next month forcing the Trump administration to make a decision on the job. A little bit of behind the scenes. Uh, Producer Amy, would you do me a favor? Would you dig into this and see exactly when the date next month uh, that where the acting director of national intelligence is required to step down? Uh, and whisper in my ear once and if you find that. So by next month, the acting director of national intelligence must step down. Obviously, that position will need to be filled, and the rumor is that a Utah congressman has emerged as a top contender. Now, before we get into the who's and why's and what I think about it, let me talk to you just for a moment about what is the director of national intelligence. What does their job entail? I'll first tell you, there have, in the course of U.S. history, only been five of them appointed to the position. There have been, on a few occasions, uh, acting directors, as is the case now, Joseph McGuire, acting since August 16th uh, of 2019. Before him, though, uh, Dan Coates served for a time, uh, James Clapper for Barack Obama, Dennis Blair, uh, Mike McConnell for George W. Bush, and the inaugural, I'm going to butcher this name, I'm sorry, but it's John uh, Negroponte, I believe is how you pronounce that name. There have only been five uh, officially confirmed directors of national intelligence. And there are whisperings and rumblings right now that the next director could come from Utah. What does that job entail? Uh, it has a, a number of different facets. There are so many things that this job uh, requires. First and foremost, the director of national intelligence serves as the head of the 17-member United States intelligence community. Uh, also directs and oversees the national intelligence program and serves as an advisor upon invitation to the president of the United States and his executive offices uh, of the National Security Council and Homeland Security Council about intelligence matters related to national security. Now, this is a, an interesting detail, an interesting responsibility uh, held by the director of na national intelligence. Uh, Producer Amy just passed me a note. Um, McGuire cannot serve 
past March 11th. So if this rumor proves to be true, uh, whether or not we will find out before March 11th. Uh, fascinating. We're going to mark that one on the calendar. This is a story we want to follow. Who will become the next director of national intelligence? Maybe a Utah. We'll get into who in a second. The One of the responsibilities of the director is to produce daily for the president the president's daily brief. You hear about this ever? The president's daily brief. Sometimes you see it depicted in uh, TV shows. I finally, uh, years after it broadcasted live, uh, uh, I watched The West Wing. And that was uh, always a prominent feature in the morning scenes as the president received the daily brief. Uh, You've seen it elsewhere. Uh, House of Cards, if you're into that. Anyway, the president's daily briefing, that's a, a top secret document which includes intelligence from all of the various agencies, uh, including those 17 members of the U.S. intelligence community uh, who <laughs> would, has their head, uh, answer to the director of national intelligence. That document is produced every morning, delivered to the president of the United States, and seen only uh, by the president and a, f- and a small handful of other authorized individuals. Now, Here's the rumor. I'm going to draw from the New York Times article, and then in a second, I'm going to share with you the response from the congressman. We're talking about Representative Chris Stewart, who has a long military career. He flew uh, bomber jets for a long time. He was also an author. Uh, wrote some both uh, fiction and nonfiction. Uh, some of that nonfiction work uh, he did alongside his brother, Judge Ted Stewart. Uh, so he is the one potentially being considered. This is the claim being made by the New York Times, which I'll tell you right now, spoiler alert, is not being yet refuted uh, by Congressman Stewart. So we'll get into his response in a second, but let me uh, lay out before you what the New York Times claims. They claim that uh, the National Security Advisor, Robert C. O'Brien, is pushing the president to nominate Representative Stewart uh, here from Utah, currently a member of the House Intelligence Committee, uh, for the job. And uh, some of the other folks involved in those conversations are saying at least uh, the claim from the New York Times is that those discussions are fluid at the moment. Uh, The New York Times was unable to get a comment from the congressman's office. Deseret News pulled it off, though. I'll share that with you in a second. Joseph McGuire, uh, again, he's the one acting as the director of uh, national intelligence right now, cannot serve past March 11th. Fascinating. Uh, Currently, the director... Uh, he took the position in August. Uh, limits his timing. Let me see. Uh, Trump has not yet nominated a permanent replacement. And that's what uh, the, the choice before him is now. Now, he did, if you think back, he did nominate someone. Uh, Representative John Ratcliffe. Uh, he's that Republican congressman from Texas. And yet that congressman withdrew himself from consideration. There was some controversy about him exaggerating some of his accomplishments uh, in the past. So... Chris Stewart, rumored to be the guy, he did uh, deliver and offer a response. Let me share that response with you. It's very brief, uh, and it reads from the office. It says, uh, the congressman is only focused on my work in Congress and serving the people of Utah's 2nd District. I remain committed to representing my constituents and addressing the issues that first brought me to Congress, such as our debt and spending and rebuilding our military. I'm going to let you in on a little secret, and my, my former boss might be upset if I share this with you, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, I used to work for Congressman Rob Bishop. He was rumored for a time to be the president's choice to assume the position of uh, Secretary of the Interior. That didn't pan out, but there were rumors at the time, 
And I, in my capacity there, advised on these types of statements. And I can remember sitting down with the congressman and we worked out uh, what it was that he might want to say to the media if he were asked about it. And if I'm honest, uh, what the congressman that day came up with was nearly verbatim uh, what Congressman Stewart has here to to say. I think the only addition was uh, a line that said something something like, uh, while it is humbling to be, uh, while, while it's humbling and I am proud and honored that my name should be included in such discussions, uh, I am currently only focused on my work, blah, blah, blah. That's what uh, Congressman Stewart said. So l- let me tell you what this means. It uh, is not a no. The big takeaway from the congressman's response here to this rumor that he's being considered for the director of national security is that he does not refute it. He does not say that it's not true. I remember that. I will remember that. We're going to keep a close eye on that as this deadline of March 11th approaches uh, to get a final answer on this. Uh, Next up in the program, we're going to be talking about budget loan forgiveness. Sounds boring. I assure you it's fascinating. And it's up next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, You need to give us your phone and Get ready, because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.